Tom Bernard Show with Doug Sprinthal, Andy Brent Bernard, Cassie Schrader, and we'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. It's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? uh, Either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. You know who's here is Doug Sprinthal, Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Fresh back from vacation. If you are in the market for something fun to drive for the last, you know, you said this in the morning show, and I almost started day drinking. You're noticing that the days are getting shorter already? Yeah, already, yeah. <laughs> There's I, still time left, though. If you want something fun, go to walzer.com, hit inventory, and you'll see the cool car section. There's all kinds of stuff in there. Some of this stuff is really for the ultra-wealthy. There's some used Ferraris that are $400,000, $500,000. There's also some really cool cars in there for $7,000, like a Miata. There's some inexpensive Corvettes. A little bit of every uh, something for everybody. So go to walzer.com, hit inventory, hit cool cars if you're looking for something fun. Magnificent. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Six months learning how to play the song. Oh, you All those chicken picking parts that he does are just unbelievably complicated and hard to play. Really? <laughs> and he makes it look easy. Mark Knopfler is a hell of a talent. He's a great guitar player. Really I like is. the way he sings, too. He's a I talker, too. but I like his songs. Some of them yo-yos. That's how you do it. That's the way you do it. That's what it is. George Clooney was in a scooter accident in Italy yesterday, and apparently he's fine, but it sounds like he's very, very lucky that he wasn't killed. An Italian website posted surveillance video of the crash, and it looks bad. I mean, it definitely does look bad. George was on the Italian island of Sardinia, where he's filming a Hulu miniseries adaptation of the novel Catch-22. He was riding the scooter to the set when a car came and cut him off. They collided. TMZ says he was doing 60 miles an hour. And after impact, he was thrown from his bike, and his helmet struck the car's windshield, causing it to shatter. So in other words, his helmet came off. It's unclear whether George was still wearing the helmet when it broke or if it had fallen off. No, it definitely fell off. Sources say George was hurled 20 feet in the air, actually flew over the car he hit. TMZ says George's rep has confirmed these details. In any event, he was rushed to the hospital where he was treated and released within several hours. He underwent a CAT scan as a precaution, but apparently was fortunate enough to walk away with just scrapes and bruises. All right, well, I'm going to click on this and see if the video God, comes up. Sounds like the luckiest person in the world. Oh, it's unbelievable. Like he wasn't before the accident. Yeah. Well, there is that. Oh, good, this is all in Italian, so I don't... Apparently, that's not how you bring <laughs> up the... That's not apparently how you bring up the video. You do have to see the video. Andy, did you find the video? Um, I'm sure I can. Yeah, see if you can find the video because you guys... Oh, wait a minute, maybe this is it. I think it might be right here. This video was unavailable. Screw you, people. Good God. The video is unavailable. You'll kiss my living ass. Then what do you think of that action? That's all I have to say. So you're looking for it? Uh, I think I found it. I mean, the Internet's not super fast right now since we're tethered, but it'll get we there are eventually. Tethered. We are de- definitely tethered. It's all true. There's no question. Oh, God, I hate when that happens. Uh, let me know when you found it, though, will you? That would work out nicely. 
if you know what I'm saying. Bum, 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 bum. Somebody has to talk while I'm doing this. Yeah, I was, well, I was well, looking up. I found uh, the crash caught on video. But oh, they have did. a timestamp, like, right where the video, where he hits the uh, car, so you can't really see anything. What the hell mm. do they do that for? They do. It's on a surveillance camera. It looks like, uh, I don't know if it's, like, a traffic cam video or on a building, but, um, yeah, the, and then just the news reporter said that he's back home recovering. Um, well, it won't play anyway, so whatever. Yeah, I, I think they're, they've stopped playing the video. The video is too good, and I think they want to keep it for... I think they took it down. ...for money-making uh, deals. It, 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 seriously, I was amazed the video was available this morning, but I uh, I can't find it now, but, you know... It is what it is. Let's okay, go, let's go onto the dark web, Andy, and find the it. Dark web. It actually probably is on Live Leak. I'm sure it is. Yeah. On Lively. Live Leak. Live Leak? Mm hmm. So, do they come after you if you go on Live Leak? No. Well, they don't. Well, that's good. So, what and is. Plus, the, they're in Italy. What are they going to do? Explain to me, what is, the hell is the, the dark web? What is that? There's a lot of different things that can be considered the dark web yep it is on live leak there it is <laughs> so there it is right everything's you, on live leak Doug, you should get up and go look at it and cassie can see her from where she is you okay. should see the video so hold up until doug gets there because i the next story is a car question for him Uh-oh. and it shouldn't be a very tough question i wouldn't think as long as you've been in the automotive industry but you never know yeah there it is but yeah it is the timestamp is it happens right about here okay you got it Doug's watching. Right. He hit the car in the front, though. Holy he did. Crap. It's car. not like the car. The car's in his lane, though. He did go straight up in the air. He went straight he up did. in the air, about 20 feet. It was unbelievable. It looks like a dash or a helmet cam of some yeah, it does. A car. It absolutely Because it's moving does. around, so it's definitely not a security camera. How in the hell did he make it out of there? I mean, seriously. Money? Well, well, honestly, well, he has you a know, bionic with, head now. With him going straight up, mm-hmm. that might save. That yeah, probably maybe. would have saved his life because if he would have gone rocketed forward, into the windshield, yeah, that would have been. Or bad. you know, I mean, you have that velocity going forward. You know, he could have yeah, hit the pavement. I, think so. yeah, I mean, I know, but still, it's. I mean, you, you're, it's still going to be painful when you wake up in the morning, no matter what. Yeah, but, he's probably a little sore today. But. Yeah, I mean, it looked like he almost kind of landed straight on his back or something, or yeah, his does. side. So it it's does. not like he landed or hit his head or anything. So he's pretty lucky. He is a very lucky man, no doubt about it. Okay, Doug. Oh, yeah, I see what happened. The guy was trying to, like, pass people or yeah, something. Yeah, he was trying and, to pass me, pulled out. Oh, that, well, he wasn't trying to pass anyone because he was in front of everyone. So yeah. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense but he did pull over into george clooney's lane mm-hmm. he definitely did so luckily the guy's still alive he's you know that it would have been a handsome guy and 400 million shot in the ass what do you think of that well it's true i can't even imagine the one two nightmare punch of simultaneously finding your wife was cheating on you and finding out she's dead Okay, stay with me on this one because okay. you'd have to be a moron to do what these people did pretty sure they were morons yeah a guy in Newark, New Jersey, got home on Monday and found well, there his. There th- you go. <laughs> Newark, Newark, New Jersey was the bad part of it. Probably all drunk on pork roll. <laughs> pork roll? What the hell's that? I'm sure only Doug has any idea what I just said. What the hell's pork roll? I, I, I don't. I have no idea. Oh, you don't you know? Thought you just made it up. It's a New Jersey. <laughs> That's thing. why I started laughing. Pork roll. It's a New Jersey thing. Is it's a fun it's, way it's of like, sausage. It's like their version of spam. Oh, okay. Pork roll? Yeah, it sounds pretty bad, doesn't it? Yeah, it certainly does. Pork roll. Back to our regularly scheduled performance. Yeah, now we're here. Okay. A guy in Newark, New Jersey got home on Monday, and he found his 39-year-old wife dead in the garage with their 56-year-old mechanic. Mm. It turns out she'd offered to pay the guy for his repair work with sex, but they did it in the garage with the car running. So they both died of carbon monoxide poisoning. Wait, 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 hang on. When did this happen? Uh, Monday, yesterday, and or they, two days ago. So in the middle of the summer, they've got the car running for to, maybe, for, air maybe conditioning. for air conditioning. I for guess. air conditioning. <laughs> but who doesn't know you can't sit in your garage with your car running? Well, hopefully the auto mechanic would be aware well, of that. Well, that's what I'm saying. He's a mechanic. How the hell do you not know that? Makes no sense to me. What kind of car was that? Uh, Chitolia? Yeah. I don't know. 
I don't know what kind of car it was, but it wasn't a good car. That I do know. Uh, the cops are investigating, but they say it looks like one giant tragic accident. You know, I was talking about this. I've known, I think, 10 people that have died from carbon monoxide poisoning that way. On purpose? They the, kill themselves? All 10 of them, yeah. They all 10, all 10 did. One was a really good friend, and the other nine were acquaintances or co-workers at certain jobs here and there, but... It's probably a pretty painless way to die, I would guess. Because yeah. you just I fall think asleep. you just go to sleep, don't you? I would think yeah, so. Yeah, you pass out, and then you just don't wake up. You can't really do it anymore, though, because modern cars put out such little... It's harder. Yeah. You're right. It oh, really? It takes longer. <laughs> it takes... Man, I've been in the car for three days, and I'm still not dead. <laughs> Depending on how well ventilated your garage is and how new your car is, yeah. it might be impossible. That was one of the darkest yeah, jokes on uh, Mad Men. Remember the English guy? Oh, the, oh God, job. that was funny. He goes, he's gonna goes down to the garage to kill himself because his wife had given him a Jaguar and they couldn't afford it, and he can't tell her that they're broke. Mm-hmm. He can't get the car to start. Oh. <laughs> the car won't start no. to kill him. I think he hung himself then, didn't he? In the, I think in he the did. office. I think you're but absolutely right. He couldn't right. get the Jag started. I don't I think, think I'm doing funny. this right. <laughs> that guy was a pretty good character on that show. Yeah. I did not watch the last two seasons of it because all it got to be was John Hamm banging everyone. Yeah, it was. It, was it got kind of weird. It really did. The I like John. Years Hamm. were great though. Oh, they were. Really... They were. And I like John Hamm as an actor. It's just that his character, all he did, plus January, that January Jones thing got really weird. Yeah. So I wonder what she actually did to piss him off, because I know the producer of the show made her gain forty pounds yeah. for one of the seasons. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah? Well, put on 40 pounds. What do you think of that? But other than the fact that the most of the cast was impossibly good-looking, that apparently was pretty much what Madison Avenue was like in oh, the yeah. 50s and 60s. Oh, I think you're absolutely right. A lot of heavy drinking, yep. man. Big-time drinking. You ever spend five minutes staring at a nutrition label at the store just looking for any way to justify buying it? Yes, Cheez-Its do have real cheese, but they're still not a health food. <laughs> According to a recent survey, roughly 8 in 10 Americans read nutrition labels. And you might guess that calories are the number one thing they're worried about, but that's not actually the case. Yeah, there are different kinds of calories. There are healthy calories and there are unhealthy calories. Mm-hmm. So it's not a calorie count thing. Mm-hmm. Actually, did you know this? There, And I won't say which cracker it is. It's a cheese cracker. But the reduced fat version of the cheese cracker actually has 20 more calories per serving than the non- <laughs> Than the regular fat one, because they put so much sugar in the cracker to make up for the fat reduction, that it's actually more calories for the reduced fat than it is for the regular. No, that doesn't even make sense. No, it does not, but it's true. 71% of Americans check nutrition labels to find out how much sugar they're in for. There you go. Possibly because it's in everything now. The top five things we look for are sugar content, then calories, then fat content, how much salt there is, and how many carbs there are. The survey also found the top five health food buzzwords we like to see on food packaging are natural, non-GMO, organic, grass-fed, and pasture-raised. Okay? I always look for the proof. The proof of? Well, 80 proof. proof. <laughs> no, the 80, look at the label. Oh, that 80 proof. <laughs> yeah. Yes, absolutely. Now, what's... Uh, 151 rum. Was that 151 proof, really? Yeah. Yep. It was so almost that, straight alcohol. So that means what? Like yeah, the proof 75. Is double, right. So it's over it's 75 percent. 75 percent alcohol. That's Do they sell? Hard. They didn't used to sell that in Minnesota. I remember they didn't. No. Young alcoholic friends of mine like all excited because they went to North Dakota. It's like you drove to North Dakota to buy booze. What's wrong with you? Yeah, they had it. What was it? Everclear. Everclear. Was... Oh, that's right. That's like 190. Yeah, that it's almost entirely it's alcohol. Almost yeah. grain alcohol. But the real stuff they don't sell in Minnesota. No, Minnesota's, I think, caps out at like 80 percent or something. 80 percent. Yeah. Good God, that's pretty damn good. Well, yeah, but I mean, real Everclear is like I think at least 95. It is 95 percent. So my friends used to back in the day when we were in our teens and 20s, they used to pop open a long neck beer, and then fill the the gap in it with Everclear. So that was nice. You'd get Any a shot around of around anymore? Or? No, they're all dead. <laughs> yes, they, they, honest to God, they are. Well, first of all, three of them got their girlfriends pregnant when they were 16. Hmm. So the three of them got married when they were 16. They all had babies by the time they were 17, and two of them died of alcoholism, and one of them killed himself. Oof. 
Yeah, that's I, that's an absolute fact. It's just hideous. Not good at all. Yeah, here we go. Minnesota's they don't sell anything above seventy five point five percent. So it's, okay, so one fifty one. That is the highest sell. they would sell. So yeah. one fifty one is yeah. the highest. So there's no. Do they even do they sell like a one hundred and fifty proof Everclear? Yeah. Well, there is that. Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. It's called Everclear Light. (laughs) Yes, Everclear Light. (laughs) If you're kind of a candy ass, you know, uh, I don't know. In general, the top things we're concerned about when buying food are the quality of the ingredients followed by price. Well, that makes sense. Don't you think? Yeah. Well, I'm I'm constant. You know, Dave and I, um, my stepdaughter, Ripley, is type 1 diabetic. Mm-hmm. So we've had to learn how to really read labels because oh, yeah. yeah. every time she has anything that has carbs in it, she has to give herself insulin. So we have to make sure. And it's really hard when we go out in restaurants yeah. and they don't have nutritional mm-hmm. facts because that way, we, if we don't know, we don't know how to calculate. So a lot of times we're basing it off of stuff that we remember from like if it's a hamburger bun or something like that. So it's. Um, we've, we've learned a really, you know, serving size and all that stuff. It, it, I wish restaurants though, especially with people who are diabetic, cause there's a lot of people who are, mm-hmm. I'm surprised. Are they really? It, there are a lot of, t- well, type two is more common than type one. What's type one? Type one is where your pancreas does not give any insulin whatsoever. Whatsoever. Um, okay. It's basically an autoimmune disease, mm-hmm. kind of like how Crohn's disease, rheumatoid mm-hmm. arthritis is. It's basically your body attack the pancreas. Type two is more, um, you, that's usually with people who are overweight and stuff. Their pancreas still can give off insulin, just not enough. So they need to give insulin to lower their blood sugar levels. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I'm surprised a lot of these, uh, even chain restaurants, it's so hard to find nutritional facts. Yeah, I suppose. You know, so I'm, you know, with food allergies and everything else, I, you know, I don't know. It's easier to go to fast food places because they have them either right on the wall and everything else. But, yeah, it's. So we have for her. We have to look for carb count. We don't even look at the sugar; it's just carbs. So that's it. Makes sense. We'll be back part two, hour three, right after this Tom Bernard show. Did you know that about sixty percent of people over the age of sixty are starting to experience cloudy, blurry, or dim vision due to cataracts? Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. Whiting Clinic is best known for their fabulous LASIK results. You've heard me rave about them for years, but did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed, and I'm here to tell you about my wonderful experience having cataract surgery at Whiting Clinic. I'm at that age when my vision started to fade, so I called up the folks at Whiting Clinic. They helped me out right away. My cataract surgery was super easy, and thanks to the Whiting Clinic, my vision is top-notch once again. Whiting Clinic has the most advanced lens technology options so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you want to learn more about your options for cataract surgery or clearer vision, Attend one of Whiting Clinic's cataract seminars. Call Whiting Clinic at 855-554-2020 to RSVP today. That's 855-554-2020 to learn more about your cataract surgery options at Whiting Clinic. Tom Bernard here to tell you, Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night, and you get paid weekly. Right now, Priority's driver-friendly lease-to-own program has brand-new dock trucks, flatbeds, curtain sides, and tractor trailers just waiting to be driven home. And Priority's also offering a $4,000 sign-on bonus to qualified drivers. So if you've got the skills, we can get you qualified to start driving a brand new truck in as little as three days. Calling all drivers. Come get the $4,000 sign-on bonus you deserve for all the knowledge and experience you bring to the delivery business. Call Roger or Eddie right now, 651-748-4477, or visit them online at drivewithpriority.com. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Who were the 
Archies. Were they ever a different band? Somebody told me they were another band and they recorded as the Archies just uh, for a producer. Should have to look it up. I don't know. We have some random facts for you today. Chimpanzees have cleaner beds than humans. They build new nests every day. So to keep up, we'd need to change our sheets every day. These are the animals that throw poop at each other. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm not that. sure that's I'm correct. buying that. Yeah, I agree with it. Is that even true? That's ah, probably not even true. Albert Einstein once said that the theory of relativity was his best idea, but his second best idea was adding in eggs while he cooked soup to make soft-boiled eggs without having to wash an extra pot. (laughs) That was his second best idea. I loved Albert Einstein. Did you watch that... the, genius, the yeah. Oh, God, Genius was wonderful. Second one was it's terrible. Not as, it's not nearly it's as good. Terrible. I, and seriously, I don't like it at all. No. The, the like, Genius 2 or what? Yeah, Pablo. yeah so this one's, uh, the second series is about Pablo Picasso. Hmm. And it's just not I don't know good. if he was a genius, though. I think he was just a psychopath that, you know, painted nice. So you do find him to be a psychopath? He was crazy. He was. He was very, very crazy. Yeah, he did have one smart idea, though. You know he paid for everything by check. Did you know that? Yeah, because of the sketch thing. Everything, he paid for everything by check because nobody nobody would ever cash his checks. That's true. Oh, because they'd want to keep it for his signature? For his signature, so he never had to pay (laughs) for anything. Well, genius right there. That was genius right there. There were 27 letters in the English alphabet in the early 1800s. The extra letter was ampersand, and it came after Z, and it was pronounced and. And per sand. Yeah. And per se and. That's what it is. And per se and. And per se and. Okay. Uh, but it was dropped from the alphabet before the end of the century, before the 1800 end. Now, this next one, I did a, I did a quiz this morning on the KQ Morning Show, and nobody knew the answer to this. Okay, well, they're dopes. You've got much more brain power in here, right, Cassie? Yep. All right. It's about (laughs) music. Hmm. John Lennon took a five-year break from writing music after his son was born in 1975, but he was inspired to get back in the game the first time he heard Rock Lobster by the B-52s. He just loved how it sounded. What about it did he love so much? Rock Lobster? Yep. It's funny. (laughs) I was just listening to that. Oh, there was a, a very it, specific it reason. Uh, what was the what was the woman's the backup singers in B fifty Kate Pearson? She she sounds like Yoko in that song. That's exactly yeah. what it was. That's Are you a, kidding me? Yeah. Didn't she like she, warble in the background? Of course, that's why. And that's all Yoko could do. She couldn't sing. She would just go. So he was all excited. Terrible. Horrendous. Yes. She's still alive. Too. And that got Lennon back into Rock Lobster. Really? Rock Lobster got him back into writing because they would go, you. So he thought, well, he, of course, used to talk himself into, me- himself into many things. Yeah. He saw that as the genius of Yoko because she was oh, doing God. that before the B-52s did it. It's like, yeah, okay, that's really it's good. Fun. I was just listening to the 50. I put together a mixtape for the boat, and I put Planet Claire on there, which is from that same first album, B-52s. Well, Planet Claire. She came from Planet Claire, drove up the Miss Satellite, faster than the speed of light. Yeah, they're gonna, Dave and I are going to see them at the State Fair. I bet that would be really a fun show. Yeah, well, it's going to be um, uh, the B-52s. Uh, oh, my gosh, I'm drawing a blank. Um Culture Club, and oh, then really? uh, yeah, and uh, the Thompson Twins with just one of the tw- Thompsons. Oh. They just call it the Thompson. <laughs> yeah, the Thompson, the very well-known Thompson here today, ladies and gentlemen. So B fifty twos are going to be at the State Fair. Yeah, I'd like to see them. Yeah, it, I think it'll be a fun concert. Being outdoors, summer at the State right. Fair. I think it'll be. And yeah. I I've wanted to see Culture Club, and I didn't get to go last time. It, they were here. They were here at the Myth a couple of years ago. Yeah, and yep. I didn't get a chance. And Dave went, and he said they were fantastic. So I'm excited. See, there you go. The record. Is anybody in here a, a hockey fan? Are you a hockey mm. fan? Mm-hmm. Melissa yeah. is. Melissa is a hockey fan. Mm-hmm. Will she know the answer to this question? Well, we're not live, so I know. But we'll will she know the answer know. to this question? 
The record for the most points scored by a pair of brothers in the NHL is 2,861. Um, Wayne Gretzky, who scored to 2,860 or whatever of them. 2,857. Yeah. And his brother scored four. I did know that one. <laughs> I did know that one. I didn't know Gretzky had a brother. I just love the brothers in Slapshot. Oh, yes. Hudson, Hudson? Or was it the Hanson brothers? Hanson brothers, Hanson yes. brothers, yeah. <laughs> the Hanson brothers. That was a, quite the outfit with the taped up glasses and everything. Yeah, and all they did was just hit people on the ice. That's, <laughs> That's all, all they, they did. We <laughs> tried to harm everyone if they possibly could. <laughs> I think they were supposed to be from Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah they, they were. Yeah. I think they actually were from Minnesota. Yeah, they weren't. Because one of the guys think... was Jack Carlson, wasn't it? That, I think, is right. I think and I think right. two of them were actual brothers, and then the third one wasn't. I met I'm... Jack. I was playing golf. In my 30s, I used to play a lot, and I was about to tee off in Inverwood, and a starter came up and said, hey, mind if this guy tags along? And he introduces himself as Jack and didn't figure out who he was until about the fourth or fifth hole. I have met very few hockey players that weren't great golfers, and we're playing yeah, a tough true. course on a windy day, and he's coming down the – 18th uh, hole, and I think he shot a 71 or two. And I said, is, is this kind of normal for you? And he goes, honestly, this is the best round of golf I've played in about the last 10 years. He was a great guy. It was really nice. Oh, really? Yeah, they were both, um, yeah, two of them were brothers, Jeff Carlson and Steve Carlson, and then there was David Hansen. But they all played the Hansen brothers in the movie. Okay. Instead of the Carlson brothers, <laughs> which would have made more sense. Yeah. But, you know. Oh, that was a fun movie. All right, you're the only woman left on the show for the third hour. Catherine's gone, so you have to judge if this is true or not. Okay. This does not seem fair at all, by the way. According to a new study, the uglier a guy is, the more he's expected to spend on an engagement ring. Do you think that's true? Mm, No. In other words, if you're super handsome, you can buy a tiny diamond. If you're a goblin, you need a diamond the size of a golf ball. But maybe guys don't mind because the study also found that the more attractive a guy found his girlfriend, the more he was willing to spend on the ring. None of this is life-affirming at all, of course, but it all does work. So if you're homely, you got to buy a bigger ring. But if the woman you're dating is pretty, you don't mind spending the money on a bigger ring. So that's good. Oh, well, that's bizarre, though. I, I don't like big, gaudy jewelry, so um, I picked out my own ring, and I'm like, this is perfect. It's perfect size for my hand. Um, yeah, that's kind of – I wouldn't judge a guy on what ring to expect by his looks. I mean, I've met guys that are very handsome, you know, to the point where they could be like a model, and they're the Thank biggest you. jerks. Oops, wait a minute. <laughs> they're the biggest jerks, so I, I don't know. I've – Attractive people do tend to be worse people, I find. Well, they're very into themselves. <laughs> yeah, Doug. Damn it. Oh, that is true. Attractive people are definitely yeah. into themselves. I mean, that doesn't yeah. mean that there aren't a lot of, you know, ugly people who are also horrible, but they, that's just one more thing that they can feel superior about. So I, I'm more attracted to somebody's personality and humor in the sense slam on Dave. He's very handsome. <laughs> Every time I say that, he's like, what, am I ugly? And I'm no, like, no, God, here but, we uh, go. No, I just, I, like I said, I've, I've met guys that are good looking, but they have no sense of humor. They're all about themselves. I'm right. like, I don't got time for you. Yeah. Go away. That is, to tell you the truth, the number one thing. And, Doug, you can jump in, and Andy, you can jump in, too. But I was shocked at what a great personality Catherine had because she was so pretty. I mean, I met her when she was 21 years old. Yeah. What do you mean, ah? <laughs> you just said your mother's not pretty. That or I said she doesn't have a good sense of humor. One of the two. She's or a, both. Or both. Good God. You'll never know. Wow. Yeah, I'll tell you what. You're not invited it's over for dinner mystery. ever again. But yeah, I love the fact that she was so, so good looking and had a great sense of humor. And you know, when it comes to women, if they have a good sense of humor, mm-hmm. they don't have vanity. No, I think that's true. I don't have, yeah, I, I could right. care less. I mean, I try and look presentable, but it, I, I'm not one of those people that has to have makeup to go out. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to have the newest, you know, shoes or I could care less. I, I dress for my own comfort. I don't try and please everybody. Right. You know, um, but it, <laughs> I mean, I go to the grocery store in my pajama pants. I don't know if Catherine would do that. Yeah. No, Probably she not. would not. Well, no, no but I just not. say, you know, we just, yeah. I, we don't, we don't do things to impress others. We right. do mm-hmm. things to impress ourselves or make ourselves feel comfortable. Yeah, so, 
you know, there's probably something to that, you know, self-deprecating. I'm very self-deprecating as well. I'm mm. constantly making fun of myself. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah. No, I think sense of humor is really important. I could go. I could never be married to somebody that wasn't funny. Well, I know. My wife cracks me up all the time. <laughs> and I do things. Dave will start laughing. I'm like, what? It's usually my accent. He'll be like, oh, yeah. And he start doing that to me. I'm like, oh, come on. I don't sound like that. He goes, yeah, you do. <laughs> See? It's all you need to know. Do you think, Doug, as a commie, <laughs> the worst thing to have happened to the Republican Party in the last 20 years was Sarah Palin? I do. Well, you yeah. know that I've blamed a lot of the current political status on John McCain. Yeah. No, it's mm-hmm. absolutely right. And now the left is, is recreating their version of the Tea Party. Yes, I mean, they that's are. just terrible. It's mm-hmm. really, really bad. Well, you'll like this then, if you think Sarah Palin's the worst thing that ever happened. No, I think John McCain's the worst thing because <laughs> yeah, he picked true. her. I mean, if he hadn't yeah. picked her to be vice presidential candidate, we nobody would even know who she was. He's a lunatic. No, he is a lunatic, unfortunately. Um, he should have stayed with Tim Pawlenty. If he'd tip, tip, picked Tim Pawlenty, he would have been president. Yeah, you I think, think so? you're absolutely right. Yeah, he got talked into just doing the dumbass thing of picking, uh, I mean, Sarah Palin's a, an attractive woman, but she's so far over she's the top. She's a dope. She is a dope, yes, unfortunately. I know a lot about foreign policy because I can see Russia from my kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a really funny thing to say, unless you're serious. Unless you're serious, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Well, you're going to love this story then. Oh, no. What did she do now? So by now we know that Sasha Baron Cohen has a new series coming on Showtime called Who is America? And he's gonna he's gone back to his old gig of duping celebrities by interviewing them as phony characters. Oh no. Which I find really funny, by the way. <laughs> Yesterday Sarah Palin revealed that he got her by pretending to be a wounded vet. <laughs> she called Oh my god. That is so cold. It really is cold. <sighs> she called Cohen's humor, quote, evil, exploitive, and sick, and challenged both him and Showtime to donate proceeds from the show to veterans. She added, quote, mock politicians and innocent public personalities all you want, if that lets you sleep at night, but how dare you mock those who have fought and served our country truly sick. I don't, I just pretending to be a wounded vet, do you think that's mocking? It depends on how he did it. It's the same move, right? It's the same move against the NFL guys, that they're making fun of veterans. That's not what they're doing at all, though. No. You know, no. it was actually a veteran that told Kaspernick, and he said, you shouldn't just sit on the bench. You should take a knee. That's yeah. more respectful. Now, not all veterans feel that way because, right. like, veterans, like all large groups of people, have different thoughts and ideas and opinions. But well, Matt Drudge posted this. Sasha Baron Cohen is at it again, this time for CBS Showtime. Lots of tricks played. Both Republicans and Democrats are getting caught up in the madness. Sasha has finked Cheney, Palin, Howard Dean, Alberto Gonzalez, Bernie, Trent Lott, Patrius, Ted Koppel. Ted Koppel. How now the hell I know what I'm going to be watching. Oh, this I sounds will great. <laughs> I will definitely watch this because the last time when he pretended to be a country western singer in the bar and he's singing throw the jew down the well and they're all singing throw the jew down the well they're all singing along to the song didn't he sing the national anthem at a rodeo too yes. and he's messed it all yes. up yes yeah we were duped you got me sasha feel better now i joined a long list of american public personalities who have fallen victim to the evil exploitive sick humor of the british comedian sasha baron cohen Enabled and sponsored by CBS Showtime, this legit opportunity to honor American vets and contribute to legit Showtime historical documentary was requested of me via Speaker's Bureau, and then she went on and on and on. She just wouldn't stop. Where the hell did he find Ted Koppel? I don't know. know. I'm Ted Koppel. And he was (laughs) I'm a member of Hair Club for Men. He did look like a member of Hair. Was he actually bald? I no, he that because no one would pick that, right? Well, that's probably okay. You're bald. I'm gonna pick a, a hairpiece. Let me look that. Do you have something along the lines of Donald Trump? Yes, we could make you look yeah, like that hair. Ted. You know, his hair actually looked worse when he was on that TV show. Yeah, it, it was really glowing gold. It was just weird. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't that's, know. It just that's rather gold. They call that the hair helmet. He had a major hair helmet, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. There's no question. Oh, yeah, like this? That Come on. (laughs) 
Oh, you're looking at a picture That's of That's a now. hair piece is what that is. We'll be back, ladies and gentlemen, with the top things you'd be surprised to know about Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. If you are a homeowner, you do not want to miss this free event. We are hosting a free seller workshop where we are going to teach you how to net between thirty dollars to $60,000 more on your home sale. Plus, we are going to share our proven systems that will instantly put the control back in your corner. Guarantee yourself the results you deserve when it comes time to sell your house. Our exclusive workshop will be sold out shortly, so call now to secure your free ticket by calling 763-401-SOLD or by visiting sellerworkshop.com. This free seller workshop will be held the week of August 6th. The last workshop sold out very fast, so hurry and call Chris Lindahl Real Estate today to save your free ticket. So call now, 763-401-SOLD, or visit sellerworkshop.com for times, locations, and to secure your free ticket. Okay, you know how it works. Uh, I don't promote people that aren't the real deal or don't do the right thing. This is not a bare-bones situation at all. And the best part is it's free. Let's talk about good things. Does your car work? You got a roof over your head? You got kids, parents, a spouse who loves you, or a mate? These are the good things you have because you live in America, the country that has more immigration than any other nation on earth. You have these things because the U.S. military stands at a wall and protects you from any person or thing that would take them away from you. The entire volunteer military that stands at the ready just in case. The greatest fighting force ever known on planet earth. Every person serving in our military is ready to lay down their life for your freedom, and all too often, they do. I'm the executive director of the Gold Star Ride Foundation, an organization set up to do just one thing, take care of families left behind when one of our brave fighters loses their life for you. We're riding motorcycles throughout the country to achieve this purpose, and you can help. Go to goldstarride.org and make a donation or learn where we are so you can come and ride with us. It's a small thing we do. It was a huge thing that they did. Goldstarride.org. That's goldstarride.org. Make a donation today. Really? You're playing the theme from the Monsters? No, this is Rock Monster. <laughs> it sounds like the theme from the Monsters. <laughs> oh, that sounds wonderful. Yoko can do that. Yoko, listen to this. They've stolen your style. And then he gets all Egyptian there for some reason. Who knows why? I did like that song, though. Yeah. It was a cool band when they hit the scene. They were great. They were. The B-52 hairstyles and the whole deal. Mm-hmm. It was unbelievable. The top things you'd be surprised to know about Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh. How many of these things do you think are true? Yeah, really. Because you, have you to know wonder. they just made them up. Some of them they just made up. Oh, yeah, here we go. So this is all a joke. Sorry. Okay. Top 10 things you'd be surprised to know about Supreme Court nominee uh, Brett Kavanaugh. President Trump picked Brett Kavanaugh as his nominee for the Supreme Court. Find out stuff the media won't tell you with this list of the top things you'd be surprised to know about Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh. He makes Ned Flanders look like a black panther. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, that's it's funny. a little over. It's okay. Yeah, it's, it'd be funny if we actually knew anything about Brett Kavanaugh. Yeah, I have no knowledge. Couldn't tell you one thing about him. Uh, while working for Ken Starr in the 90s, he had the best BJ jokes. I don't get that at all. Well, Ken Starr investigated Clinton. Right. In the impeachment, right? So, I guess. So that it's was a that. kind of a thinly veiled Monica Lewinsky reference. Mm-hmm. Just thinking about him makes your uterus whimper? What? What Let's the, find what another story. This one yeah, blows. This is just, <laughs> I thought it was going to be something interesting with a couple of jokes thrown in, but they're all terrible. Yeah. It's, it's not funny at all. What the hell is that all about? Do you understand? I, you read it? Did Sarah Palin write it? Yeah, maybe Sarah Palin wrote it. That's a, Well, it's a possibility. No, I don't think so. Uh, probably not. Eh, probably not. You did hear about the guy that broke into an escape room, didn't you? Mm-mm. Oh, God, this is a wonderful story. <laughs> Oh, man, this guy's never going to live this down, and that is a fact, by the way. A 40-year-old guy named Rye Wardlaw in Vancouver, Washington, broke into a business in a strip mall late on Saturday night. That business happened to be the Northwest Escape Experience, 
which is one of those escape rooms that are everywhere now. And this is a hell of an endorsement for the business because once he was in, he couldn't figure out how to get out. God. You have to do oh what? You have to solve God. a puzzle or something? Yeah. 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 You guys it's ever like done a that? murder mystery dinner play. It's, the, oh, it it's is? a more modern version of that. You get trapped in a room and you're supposed yeah, to. Yeah, it's like clues on how to get to find a key or to, you know, it's one of the, yeah. Have you ever done it? No, um, but I know people who have, and it's kind of a fun family thing to do. Yeah. You know, it's it's one of those. I don't, do we even have any here? I think there are a couple. I remember seeing ads from last, maybe a year ago when they were becoming popular. There yeah. Are, there are a lot of them in Florida. I know that. You can mm-hmm. find them everywhere in Florida. No question. So. Uh, this is a hell of an endorsement for the business because once he was in, he couldn't figure out how to get out of the escape room, so he wound up uh, wound up calling nine one one for help. <laughs> the cops came and arrested him for second degree burglary. <laughs> dope. He broke into an escape room and couldn't find the way out. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> it is actually so irony. Meanwhile, in Florida, <laughs> well, that's a possibility. Yeah, that's a possibility. That might be a Florida thing, but this was in Vancouver, Washington. Oh, okay. Um, they did a list of the best and worst cities to drive in, but I don't agree with them at all. Because basically, they picked really busy cities as the worst to drive in, and cities that are small and don't have a lot of traffic, the best cities to drive in. So it's just, it's logical. Yeah. Now, the worst drivers, now these are the worst cities to drive in, not the worst drivers, but I think... Pretty accurately, the worst drivers I've ever seen are in Florida and Minnesota. They're terrible drivers. I don't understand. And th- these are things I pointed out. Um, I was getting on Highway 100. And when you get on Highway 100, all of the ramps merge with the right lane. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not that you don't have your own lane for a while. They immediately turn into the right lane. There was a guy who was not going to let me in. The problem for that guy is I had nowhere else to go other than off the bank embankment mm-hmm. down the hill. So I just moved over. Mm-hmm. And if he hit me, then I guess he was going to hit me. He literally gave me nowhere to go. I must have missed him by about six inches. Tops. Mm-hmm. What is that? Some people are just, um, they just A-holes. don't want. Yeah. they. I mean, I've had it where I'm trying to make a lane change. And yeah. the person that is in the lane that I'm turning into they purposely speed up so I, I can't they get do in that front all of the time. Oh, yeah. oh, I'm yeah. like, it's like a half a second of your life yeah. behind me. It's okay if I'm in front of you. They just, they have, uh, either you have the really nice drivers mm-hmm. that'll wave you mm-hmm. over. I mean, yeah. and I'll do that. I'll wave people over knowing that they're going to be sitting there a while if I don't. So I try and be nice and say, hey, come on over. Um, or you have the complete jerks who don't think they own the road. So there's no middle ground, and people do not know how to merge. Not at all, Coming onto it. Not at all. When you're driving in the right lane on a freeway, you have people coming on on an on-ramp. The person coming on the on-ramp is supposed to adjust their speed to fit your speed. Yeah. People on the freeway should not have to brake to let people on. That would be good. Yeah, I mean. (laughs) All you need is the proper car. Yeah. I had a divorce mobile a million years ago. You know, I was flat broke, and I bought a 77 Cadillac Coupe de Ville, bright yellow. (laughs) And I had won a a trophy at a golf tournament, like closest to the pin or something like that, the little gold guy, you know, the $10 statue. So I snapped him off the base, and I jammed him in the hole that that used to have the Cadillac emblem. Yeah, the hood ornament. When I just start rocking that wheel back and forth, people get the hell out of the way. It's like, that crazy old bastard? Must be drunk. I did see something on Highway 100 on the way here today. It was rather interesting because I come down from uh, Duluth Street down to Cedar Avenue on Highway 100. Mm-hmm. As we were coming upon 394, the guy in the far left lane at the last minute crossed the center line, the right lane, and then got onto the exit ramp. Oh, yeah. He crossed four lanes of traffic at wow. the last possible second. Oh, I know. And then what they get the mad hell? at you if you honk at them. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, yeah, it's my <laughs> fault that you're an ass. You cut me off. <laughs> it's, it's true. It's uh, just unbelievable. I don't understand. Yeah, so the yeah, this the, the 10 best and worst cities to drive in. Now, as you would, of course, think, 
The worst city for driving is Detroit. Detroit is a horrible place. I to think Boston's worse. Unless Boston. you know where you're going. If you don't know where you're going, you can get lost so easily in really? Boston because well the streets aren't like this. They're like that and yeah, there's roundabouts yeah. and there's just it was you know, it was all goat paths four hundred years ago. I suppose, yeah. It's I get lost there all the time. Well they said that Boston is the seventh worst place to drive. Okay. That's what they're saying. No, yeah, at least, at least we made six. top ten. So Detroit's <laughs> the worst. San Francisco second. Well, it's only if you're going on what's the name of that street that goes oh, back and Lombard forth. Oh, Lombard Street. Lombard Street, yeah, exactly. Uh, Oakland, California. So San Francisco and Oakland both made the top three, so that's nice. Philadelphia, I didn't find driving to Philadelphia to be all bad. that hard. It's not bad at all. Seattle, I've never driven in Seattle, so I wouldn't know. Boston, yeah, it's pretty rough, especially during the big dig. Oh, my oh, God, God, it was horrible. When the big dig was going on and you had to go around that thing, and it was, what, about 15 years? 35 years. Yep. <laughs> 35 <laughs> years, maybe. Uh, New York City, I would not ever. I drove in New York City once, and that was in 1980. See, I've done it a lot, and I don't think it's that bad. Or Manhattan. Manhattan. Because, yeah. you know, it's traffic. It takes you a while to get, but everything's laid out really logically. It is, yes. Mm-hmm. But you can't get anywhere. That's the whole problem. Newark, New Jersey, Los Angeles, and Chicago. Chicago's not bad to drive in at all. I think so. Yeah, same thing. Not at all. It's fine. Just a lot of traffic. Yeah. Now, the best city for driving is Raleigh, North Carolina. Okay. It's a city of 200,000 people. Right. Corpus Christi, Texas, same thing. Orlando, Florida, they have a great road system down in Orlando. And it was all paid for with Disney money. I can guarantee you that. (laughs) What is it? The B? It's not the B Express. No, it's the... um, Oh, the I-4 you're talking about? No, there's another one coming out of the airport that gets you over towards... B-Line. The B-Line. It's the B-Line. Yeah. Yeah. It is the B-Line Expressway. Uh, Corpus Christi, Orlando, Florida, Greensboro, North Carolina, Plano, Texas, Winston-Salem, North Carolina, Durham, North Carolina. So apparently it's great to drive in North Carolina because nobody lives there. Uh, I beg to differ. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I've driven in North Carolina many times. And the roads are fine. It's the drivers that are horrible. Uh, They're very aggressive. Oh, they are? Yeah. And it's they have a lot of weird, uh, the way they lay out their streets can be kind of weird and kooky in the mm-hmm. cities. Um, out, out when you're just driving out, you know, in rural areas, it's fine. But, yeah, because uh, my grandmother lives near Greenville. Oh, yeah. And it's very, like, one road will go, like, kind of at a diagonal, and then you have another one going, you know, Two two roads going diagonal, one going the other way. Oh, I know God. it's kind of bizarre. El Paso, Texas, Jacksonville, Florida, and Tampa, Florida. Tampa, Florida is one of the best places to drive. It's because everybody there's a million, and they go to bed at three in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah, yes. roads. <laughs> so so Orlando and Tampa, the, the entire I four. Then yeah. they really like from Orlando to Tampa, or unless you're going the other way around, but. Yeah, I, I, it just this is some of the biggest cities in the country and some of the smallest cities in the country, and it's better to drive in the smallest cities. Yeah, Raleigh, they have like this inner beltway and outer beltway around oh, yeah. the city, and it's very confusing because then you're like, you want to be on the outer beltway, but first you got to go on the inner, I don't know. I got lost leaving uh, the Durham airport one time. They were going to do that here, you know, because Highway 100 was, the, was called the Beltline. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was a two-lane road. It was one going north and one going south or whatever. Um, so they were originally going to do that as the inner belt and then do an outer belt, but the whole thing just turned into uh, 94. Mm-hmm. You know, 494, 694 mm-hmm. uh, was there instead. So I, it all worked out in the end, but it, I don't know. It just the whole thing. It's just not that tough. If you... Get your head out of your ass and drive your car. It's really not that hard to yeah. drive a car. But people, I do see constantly people driving with one hand on the wheel and their other hand looking at oh, their phone. All the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just horrible. They're going to kill people. Mm-hmm. No, more they already and more are. And, more. and they already are killing them. You're absolutely right. It just, it's really too bad, the whole thing. Uh, just don't get out. Get, and the other thing is, oh, I can look at my phone because I'm on a red light. Well, the light turned green about an hour and a half ago, but, uh, you know, get the hell out of the way. Usually if I'm driving and I see somebody on their phone texting, 
I'll blare my horn. That'll make them pay attention because they think they're about to hit something. Yeah. And then I'll start yelling at them through my window. I'm like, get off your phone. And just, they're just like, oh, it's like it shocks them. They're like, what's going on? And you won't um, believe what just happened. LOL. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I'm kidding. Uh, Catherine and Cassie both insisted I end the show today with this story. They both insisted. <laughs> There's a tradition, mostly in Europe, where on February 29th, on leap years, women are supposed to propose to men instead of the other way around, but most of them don't do their proposals like this. That's part of the plot of, um, crap, what's it called? There's a movie about that, where she goes to Ireland and, you know. Oh, there is? Yeah. I'm There's a doctor. I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. There's a doctor in England named Adam Kay, and he just published a book featuring some of the craziest stories he's experienced. And the one that stands out the most is the story of a woman who he called Patient JB. Apparently on Leap Day several years back, JB wanted to propose to her boyfriend in a unique way. So she got a ring and hid it inside of a plastic Easter egg and then put it in her vagina. Oh, my God. Oh. (laughs) Doug just went into the big one. Oh, my God. Uh, her plan was to ask her boyfriend to, you know, use his hand down there, and then he'd find the egg, and she'd propose it was going to be all hot. <laughs> Unfortunately, the egg got stuck sideways. She had to go to the hospital, but she didn't want to ruin the surprise, so she didn't tell her boyfriend until Dr. K pulled out the egg with forceps. Then she cracked it, opened uh, opened it, and proposed. And he said yes, by the way. Hmm. He actually did say yes. Was she good looking? Doesn't say. How big was the ring? <laughs> that doesn't say how big the ring was, was either. So it doesn't tie into the other story. Apparently, it just. Oh, gross! It is what it is. I, I, can we stop with that? Remember, we had the story yesterday about the woman. Oh, you weren't here. You, Mm-mm. you remember this? Mm-hmm. So this, this known drug dealer's driving along. The cops pull him over, and there's a woman in the passenger seat. So they get the drug-sniffing dogs out, and the dog would not get away from the passenger seat. He kept sniffing the passenger seat. So everybody thought, oh, she must be on a period or something. She had 82 grams of drugs up her vagina. 82 grams. Apparently, he tried to stick more in there, but they wouldn't fit. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. He tried to do more, but they wouldn't fit. I'm trying to oh. remember from my... T- well, anyway. The That's movie I'm thinking of is Leap Year, by the way. Leap Year, there Leap you year. go. They went to Ireland. Well, she went to Ireland to propose to him because it was the tradition and et cetera. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tom Bernard Show.